Welcome to the Team Locals Podcast. My name is Jeeves. My name is Charlie. And every week we'll be uploading fresh content, a new podcast every week, focusing on small businesses, digital media, graphic design and branding, and lifestyle, and a few interesting stories of the past from our history-rich city of Portsmouth. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. And if you've got any interesting stories or anyone you think we should be interviewing, then please get in touch with us via our social media at Team Locals or email info at teamlocals.co.uk. Here we go. Is that it? Here we go at the end. (laughs) Was it even recording? So welcome to Team Locals Media Podcast episode number two. In this episode, we are going to be talking with South Coast-based business, South Sea Bathing Hut. If you're local to the South Coast and Portsmouth in general, then you may well have heard about South Sea Bathing Hut and they've been doing fantastic things since they established in 2015. And they've gone on to grow their business substantially from starting trading at local markets to launching an online store. The team have recently just won £25,000 through a local business initiative and will be opening their very first shop front in Portsmouth in May 2018. We spoke to business owner Samantha Worsley at her business premises in Portsmouth on a range of subjects including social media, how social media plays a role in her business and her ongoing marketing, how she learned about the soap trade and her industry through watching YouTube videos, how creating her own video content and uploading to YouTube and social media platforms has helped to add integrity to her brand. Also how she tested her products and got feedback from customers on local markets and honed her sales skills. And we also got to say hello to the SBH doggo, Maxi. Just want to say a massive thank you to our podcast sponsors, 8 Wealth Management. They're a fantastic financial planning firm based up in Whiteley near Fairham. Offer loads of different services from retirement planning, investment planning, long-term care, mortgages and protection, tax planning and corporate financial planning. 8 Wealth are really client focused. I know that from talking to people that have used 8 Wealth Management in the past that they've been delighted with the service that they've received. So if you're looking for any type of financial help in the future, then head over to their website and have a look. You can find out more at 8wealthmanagement.co.uk. Okay, Team Locals Media Podcast number two. Here we go. Hello. Come in, come in. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam from South Sea Bathing Hut and welcome to South Sea Bathing Hut HQ. So tell us a little bit more about South Sea Bathing Hut. So uh, we sell natural skincare from the seaside. Uh, all of our products are totally natural and they're designed to be as restorative as a, as a dip in the sea. We started our business in 2015 um, and our mission was to revive Portsmouth's lost soap industry. Uh, so not many people know, but there was like a 400 year heritage that died out in the 1930s here in Portsmouth um, of soap making, mostly connected to the naval laundry. So essentially stinky ships away from many months at sea. They need lots of soaps really close by. Um, so huge soap industry here. So we wanted to bring that back. Um, And also, we're kind of touching on the time when Portsmouth and Southsea was a kind of centre for restorative sea bathing. So people used to come to Southsea to take the waters uh, to feel really good and it was kind of an antidote for urban living. So um, yeah, all, all good things seaside. One story of Portsmouth and Southsea soap making industry in more recent memory is that of the Dolphin brand. A man named John Dowdney started as a tallow chandler in 1776, supplying animal fats for candles and soap aboard ships. 
After dying in 1834, his sons George Ebenezer and Edward Philip took on the business, making candles at 333 Commercial Road, in the Mile End area where today you'll find a garage, a Sainsbury's and so on. By the end of the century, the brothers' attention had turned to soap making, and their Dolphin brand became an incredibly successful product. A few decades later, in 1930, the business closed down, and nearly a century on, Samantha and her Saucy Bathing Hut brand are reviving that legacy. Should I give you a tour? Yeah, let's have a tour. <laughs> give us a tour. Okay, so, um, watch out for obstructions. Including the doggo. <laughs> yeah, including the SBH doggo. So, this is the Saucy Bathing Hut kitchen. So, it is organised chaos, but this is where we make all of our natural skincare products. So, um, I make them with Mum. Mum! Mum's over there. Mum's oh, over mom. there. <laughs> Wait, Mum. <laughs> so mum is dressed appropriately as you can see for making skincare so um, we have to approach it very much like a commercial kitchen um, so mum's been making some lavender and vanilla scrub today and um, she's also been making busy making some blooming bath and shower oil so um, we do genuinely make everything ourselves um, from scratch in pots um, no big machinery here we're very much looking to reduce our kind of carbon footprint um, and everything's made with love and care um, so we've got all of our ingredients under here and um, we buy things in big quantities um, because all you lovely people want to buy lots of our products which is great so we buy products varying from 25 kilograms down to a tiny yeedy little kind of extract so all of the formulations are my own. I've got a diploma in natural and organic skincare. So that's the ingredients and then we've Have got you um, gone about learning all of that stuff as you've been going along or is that something you knew before you set up the business? Um, so when I first started and we just had a range of like nine soaps, that's where we started. Um, and I found a picture the other day of our first market which was hilarious because there's just hardly anything on the table. And I was self-taught. So I literally just did lots of reading um, lots of YouTube tutorials which can be fantastic for learning new skills um, but yeah very much taught myself without boring you taught myself all about the legislation surrounding cosmetics which is um, involves a lot of hoop jumping along the way and once we started and our customers were asking us for more and more complex formulas that's when I thought okay I'm gonna take this more seriously and I'm actually going to take the time to train. So that's when I got my natural and organic skincare diploma um, and I'm doing the advanced diploma right now and that's going to enable me to formulate all sorts of really, really exciting products. And you started at markets? Yeah, so I started at the Love Salsi market. Um, it was terrifying. <laughs> I remember that first market so clearly. Um, my previous background was in events, um, but nothing quite prepared me for being face to face with the public. And um, just knowing how much stock to take is terrifying on your first market. And knowing your kind of, for want of another word, like your patter, like how to sell and what people are interested in. Um, I'm very passionate about what I do. And so I'm very aware that I can waffle <laughs> because I'm interested in things in like a microbiological kind of scale, whereas most people aren't. <laughs> so you have to learn about how to communicate those things. What sort of advice then do you think you'd give to someone that was taking that step now that you've learned? I would say 
try to train your brain to think linearly. So you take an action or you make a decision and then you think of all the possible kind of reactions that could come from that one decision and then you plan for those possible outcomes and then from those possible outcomes you plan for all the possible outcomes from all those points so it becomes like this expansive kind of in your head like a graph of all the possible things and then you've kind of got it all covered but also you have to be willing to make mistakes and know that it's absolutely fine and actually really important to make mistakes um, because that's genuinely where all the learning is um, and that's how you get stronger and better. So do you think you learn a lot from um, being on the market still talking to people? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. People have the best ideas. And sometimes when you're running your own business, you're so close to it that you can't see the perspective, the wider perspective. And I think it's um, naive to think that although it's your business, you always know the best way forward or you have the best ideas. Really, genuinely, a lot of the, the fantastic ideas and input that we've had have been from other people and often from our customers. Yeah, we've been really, really lucky to have quite a lot of um, recognition locally, which always um, surprises me. Um, <laughs> People kind of come to us and they say, oh, you've just won that award and oh, I just heard that you went up to the Houses of Parliament and all of these things are amazing. They're, they're amazing accolades, but I think it's really important to stay humble and um, to remember that, um, you know, if you, if you make an achievement, then it's important as a small business to kind of say, okay, well, that's great. Very grateful for that. So what's next? and um, don't get complacent and always stay humble. Watching Sam use social media to grow her business has been an inspiring local case study for the power of the internet for independent businesses. We asked her to tell us a little bit more about how she uses social media to promote herself and her brand. How has social media helped you and influenced the way you work and what you do? It's just vital. I don't think you can run, my personal opinion, and I know there's a lot happening at the moment. I, I, I read uh, recently that there was a skincare company who had made a decision to stop using Facebook because of things that have been happening. I personally don't see how you can run a modern retail-based business and not use some kind of social media. Uh, it's down to you which platform that you want to choose. And for example, we know that Instagram is most effective for us um, in terms of sales conversion. But it's just essential. Do you want to take us behind the scenes of your fabulous Instagram wall? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do a bit more before. So, <laughs> this is all of our packaging. Yeah. Um, many looks very, very unexciting, um, but very crucial. Um, so as a small business, one of the struggles that we have is always making sure that we get the balance right of buying in bulk, because that's where we get the best, best margins and enables us to sell to our customers at a price that they're happy with, 
but also we're limited in terms of space so it's a constant balancing act and um, one of the mistakes that I made actually when I first started is you can see up here and all over there I ordered 10,000 bottles <laughs> uh, I thought it was a good idea at the time that was about two years ago <laughs> Still I'm trying to fill still, them. Yeah, still working through those bottles. So this is um, so that's the soap kitchen, the cosmetic kitchen, and this is. Oh, who's the this? Ah, uh, so this is Maxi. Let's get here. So Maxi. This is the Southie bathing hut doggo. Have it a sniff. <laughs> he's the cockapoo, which is perfect because he can stay in the office area here and he's hypoallergenic. He doesn't get in the way. Um, but he's a good boy. We're cruelty free, so we love, love animals. This is my office, which is organised chaos. I know exactly where everything is. <laughs> Even if it doesn't look like it, I really do. Um, so this is where I answer all of the emails. This is where we send all the online orders out from... So small business, we have to be a bit creative about storage. So this is where we keep all of our made soaps. So all of our packaged soaps are in here, in old filing cabinets. Upcycle, it's important to us. This is a photography backdrop. So Instagram all of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes we use it for Instagram, we use it for all sorts. Um, so yeah, when you see the photos using that backdrop, you can see it looks a bit uh, busy at the moment. It's good light there though. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. This is the thing, small business, you just have to kind of make do and mend, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, so this is where we ship out all of the online orders. Um, so when we receive all the orders at, at Christmas, this area was crazy. Um, we had this table out, we had two temporary tables there, um, and Amy, my little Christmas elf, and I were here packaging away so this is where we package and ship everything out um this is where we pick hello max this is where we pick the orders for online um and here anyone who's seen our um the few video blogs that we've done um this is where i sit so you can see that i actually made this backdrop i tiled all of those tiles myself and it's just a little bit of mdf Perfect. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it does the job. <laughs> and to be a little bit creative with the, because obviously, you know, when you're getting started, you don't have, have much cash. And um, so you have to think, right, what am I looking to achieve? And how can I achieve that in as good quality as possible, but with as little money as possible? How do you feel about video as a business tool? Again, it's, it's just essential. I think um, we did um, a, a consultation project with the University of Portsmouth recently and one of the things that everyone who completed our survey pointed out is that the reason why so many people prefer currently to buy from us in person is because they really like talking to us and they like to know that there's someone or some people um, behind the brand um, and there's an integrity there. So I, I think video content's essential because it helps with um, you know like underlying the integrity of your brand. Also, it it kind of respects that different people absorb information differently. And some people, what's that 
phrase, a picture says a thousand words. Some people, a picture says everything. Some people, they prefer to read information and some people prefer to, to listen. So if you want to reach as many different types of customer with lots of different ways of learning and absorbing information, you, you have to um, uh, provide digital audio, visual content, I think. So you're planning on moving? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Can you tell us all about that? Yeah, really exciting. This is brand new news. Um, so when we first started, as soon as we started, people said, where's your shop? Where's your shop? And it's a question that's come up over and over again. So we've, I started on the kitchen table. Um, so I was on the kitchen table in my home for two years. Then we moved here to Portsmouth Enterprise Centre, which has been wonderful. Lots of support from the Port City Council. The Port City Council Business Services team, everyone who has a small business should engage with them because they are genuinely fantastic. Um, so yeah, lots of support here. It's been brilliant. But as you can see, <laughs> it's not really kind of set up for having customers here. We want to offer lots of customer enrichment activities. So we're opening a shop in Albert Road. Um, uh, we pick up the keys on the 1st of May um, and then we're hoping, touch words, to be able to open on the 28th of May. So just in time for half term. So it's gonna be an incredibly busy time. Um, but it feels like the right time to do it. What is your reasoning for wanting to leave this sort of premises to go to a shop front? So th th this place is great for storage and manufacture um, and that's what it's built for as an industrial centre. But we can't very easily sell from here and also we can't invite customers here very easily to have lovely workshops and things. So I think those are the two main reasons. And also it becomes about efficiency of spending because when we first started the business, our focus strategically was very much on online and stockists. And that was a conscious decision by, by us. We felt that for various reasons, including lifestyle reasons actually, and not just financial, we wanted to explore those routes first. Um, but actually, we really feel like the demand is there. And in order to expand the business so that we can continue our work with educating people on skincare and providing that engagement, um, we really do need to take this step. We need to listen to our customers. When I first started the business and thought about this natural skincare business, instantly I started picturing this little apothecary style shop. Um, so it feels like I've gone all the way around in a circle and then come back to the original idea. But that journey's been quite spectacular and, and um, learnt so much. I've had to teach myself to be a carpenter. <laughs> As, As you do. do. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you run a small business, you have to teach yourself to do all sorts of different random jobs. So these are my um, earmuffs for when I make soap dishes. So um, I wanted to offer soap dishes. I couldn't afford the price of the ones that um, I was seeing online, so I just went out and taught myself how to make these. So these are oak soap dishes. Um, so yeah, just, you're, doing it, you're doing it all. <laughs> you kind of, um, you kind of have to. I th 
when we when I'm speaking to people sometimes and I do take this as a compliment um but people say oh you and your team and <laughs> they think that we're there's, there's the other team member <laughs> mum <laughs> there's also another half of the team as well a half person which is um, my husband John so he um he does give some of his time to support with the copywriting and um when I'm up to my ears with um orders and fulfilling and and events and things he takes over some of the social media side of things um so yeah it's just it's literally just the three of us and then I had um a girl lovely girl come in at Christmas and help out but um someone said to me when I got started they said that the best piece of advice they'd received when they started a business was don't do something, don't make any major decisions until you absolutely can't cope anymore. <laughs> Which sounds quite stressful, but actually it does work. So we didn't move out of the house until literally couldn't get in our front door because there were so many boxes and things everywhere. Um, we didn't move here until the, it was that, that scenario. Um, and we're just waiting for as long as we can for to get staff. So now that we're opening the shop, um, the team's definitely going to be expanding. Yeah. Keith is going to make, what is he making, Sam? Um, so salty sea scrubs. So some salty sea scrubs. Here's some finished product. And Jeeves is now going to demonstrate his soap head. making skills. Apron on. Do I need a, do I need a hair net? Never really put on an apron, I don't really know how you tie it up. See how I've done it like a heart? <laughs> you need to keep the heart going, Jeeves. Oh, I see, okay. From this side, looks like a heart. Yeah, I see, yeah. <laughs> Gotta put some gloves on, <laughs> with great difficulty. Oh, that's the real. <laughs> <laughs> top scooping there. But you can smell, this is... Um, it smells wonderful. Lavender and vanilla. This is scrub. Okay. So basically, um, you can use it in the bath or shower, but obviously it's quite nice in the shower because you can just damp body, rub it in, and it's Epsom salt. So when you actually rinse it off, you feel light. You feel free. <laughs> yes. Light and fresh. How did he get on? Did, did it, was my scooping okay? Your scooping's very good. I didn't very leave you enough of that sort of So, tell us about the funding that you recently acquired. So, at the end of last year, we heard about this fund through the Port City Council. Um, it, there were two pots available, 10,000 and 25,000 for a business that was already established with an amazing investment company called Just Develop It. Um, so, they're based just up the road in Sedgensworth and they invest in a whole bunch of businesses um, perhaps most famously Mutiny Festival, so they're major investors for that festival. So we applied, um, the process was we had to do a written application and then I had to do two presentations. The second presentation was to the CEO, Chris, and unbelievably, <laughs> from 60 companies applying, we were awarded the, the top prize, so we received 25,000. And that money, suffice to say, is going to all be used for opening the shop. 
Um, so yeah, just absolutely delighted. They're so generous. They're also rebuilding our entire website. So we've got a lovely new um, e-commerce, much, much more user-friendly website coming. It's the first year that they've offered this fund and such nice people and I think they've had an absolute blast doing it you know because they were saying that they've they, they've met so many amazing local businesses so they're going to offer it next year so any any local businesses who are interested do start developing ideas now because it was just such a brilliant process we said all along if we didn't get the funding at the very least we've learned how to apply for funding. So if it didn't work, and thank goodness it did, then we were gonna use everything that we'd learned from that process to go and get some private funding, but just absolutely thrilled. I just can't believe it. Um, you just mentioned there that they're gonna be helping with your website. So how important do you feel a website is to your business? Very. We've just done a um, business consultancy project with the students at the University of Portsmouth where we set them the task of making real-time suggestions on how we can drive our online sales. And um, I built the website myself. <laughs> of course I did. Um, so again, I taught myself to build a website and uh, um, I did it myself. I did it to the best of my ability, but it's not where it should be and the project with the University of Portsmouth really highlighted that. So yeah, I think sometimes you don't realise how many sales you can lose from a, a website that isn't optimised, a website where you haven't fully considered SEO. So yeah, a, a proper e-commerce website, if you're selling online, it really is worth the investment. Back in 2017, Sam approached us because she needed some packaging design for her new Pure Marine Bio Essence collection. Graphic and product design is one of the many services we offer here at Team Locals Media. You can find out more about our services at teamlocals.co.uk. So this is our premium organic um, facial skincare range. This has uh, got seaweeds and other coastal botanicals and this was designed by the team from Team Locals. Mm who were brilliant um, we sent them a brief and they really listened to the brief um, and yeah just delighted with it it's um there's a lot to it in terms of the copy content and everything so it's quite a fiddly um job this but just delighted with the way they've come out and we've had really good feedback as well so we started working with team locals on packaging design on this range um, and they've sold really well we get lots of compliments about them and so um, we've worked with them on six new products that are coming out with the launch of the shop so, so yeah really really pleased some advice for anyone else that's thinking of setting up a small business what would be your um, maybe top tips okay so um Speaking quite bluntly, just get on with it. <laughs> Stop procrastinating. <laughs> just do it. Like, you can still be working full-time and be developing a business idea. Um, it's entirely feasible to do so. And if you don't want to, because you're saying, oh, but when will I be able to go and see my friends and when will I hang out? You probably don't have what it takes to be a small business owner. Because when I first started, I was working at least 60 hours a week. And that's what it takes. Um, so yeah, that's stern Sammy coming out there. Fighting um, <laughs> so, talk. Yeah. And, and secondly, I'd say don't expect anyone to give you anything. Um, 
unfortunately we live in a world where things aren't handed to you on a plate and you have to work hard for every achievement and um, you know I had a friend who recently said that she felt like I'd get everything that I want and that really upset me because um, not just personally of course but she was talking specifically about me about business life and it's just not the case everything that I've achieved I've achieved through hard work and through help from other people um, so these things don't come easy and don't expect people to hand things to you on a plate you need to get your own plate fill it with pies and scoff them you need to make your own soap dishes <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. how can people find out a bit more about you if they want to obviously they'll find out a bit more from you from this but if they want to delve a bit deeper, how can they find out more about you and follow you? So we've got a website, southseabathinghut.co.uk. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. So yeah, find out more about us, natural skincare from the seaside. Excellent. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. <laughs>wanted to say a massive thank you to samantha and her mum and also more importantly maxi the cockapoo for letting us come along and learn a little bit more about south sea bathing hut and we're really excited to see what the future holds for the for their business if you want to hear more content like this we've got loads more interviews coming up in the future please 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 subscribe via whatever format you've downloaded this from or you're listening on um, go and push that subscribe button also if you're the sort of person who would rather visualize what's happening then please head over to our youtube channel team locals tv this full interview plus others that we've done are all available on our youtube channel so you can go and actually see what's happening you can see the faces behind the voices while you're there also make sure that you subscribe to our youtube channel if you want to keep in touch with us um, if you want to comment we'd love to hear from you if you want to have a chat then please get in touch via our social media accounts. You can find us on Instagram at Team Locals, Twitter at Team Locals, and Facebook forward slash Team Locals. Go and follow. Say hello. We'd love to hear from you all. Bye for now.